All right, Nita, it's it's happening. We're catching up, mate. I, I can't believe it. It's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, Russell. But here we are. We're on uh, on Zoom, chatting live. I'm looking forward to it, mate. And I'm excited about oh, yeah. what we on today. Isn't it going to be bloody exciting? It is going to be exciting. You've got your uh, scarf on. You've been wearing it all week, you tell me. You haven't taken it off. <laughs> it's cold, but it's uh, starting to warm up now. But we are supporting, mate. Use a washer, but the flag flying at the front of the house. Everything's all set up, ready to go. So um, now we just need our boys to salute tonight. They do need to salute for us. And I've got a good feeling. I'm sure you do. Can I gauge your excitement? How has this year been for you, firstly? I mean, it's been a tremendous year. We know that. A few ups and downs, but uh, they've just hit their form at the right time. Tell me about last, uh, what was it, Saturday night for you? How did it feel? Oh, mate, look, it's been it's been a super exciting year, uh, but a lot more ups than downs. I mean, obviously, we've had a couple of losses along the way, but, but, um, but gee, when we've come up against the good sides, we haven't we performed well, you know? It's, um, and that's, that's where my real excitement comes from this year, how we've performed against those really good top teams in the competition mm. who just stood up time and time again. So... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm fired up and I'm pumped. Oh yeah, and I can tell. I've never seen you this pumped. Even in our games, you're never this pumped uh, when we used to play, mate. So can you remember time? Because that game, and I, I think the way in which we won last week has made this week so special for all Melbourne supporters to come from behind down in Geelong, and it looked like it was all over. I think, I mean, I, at one point I was thinking, what else is on? You know, doing that one. And then you, you realise that we're coming back and th- those are the real wins, aren't they? What was it for us last week that got us there like that? Well, I was a little bit like you, Robbo. I was calling for just rest, rest Maxi for next week and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, but look, the way, the never say die attitude and, and look, just, just to have that in your memory bank to know such as, as a collective that no, no matter how far you're down, mm. you, know, you can come back from, from anywhere. So I, I just think that that's going to give us them a, an enormous uh, amount of heart and confidence because mm. things won't always be going well for us. There'll be times in the game where uh, the other team's going to have some momentum. Mm. They know that they've got this resolve within them um, and it's so fresh in their minds. I think it's going to be enormous for them. Yeah, I agree with you. It's belief, isn't it? Believe that you can do it and you get belief by actually performances and, and getting the results. And they've got those late in the season. And I remember back when we were playing, of course we're going to do that because how can you not? Those those early years when we played a lot of finals football, it sort of tapered off towards the end of both of our careers. But those those early years, and I talk about 98 and 2000, we sort of hit our straps just as we're rolling into the finals. And that's what it seems that they're doing at the moment. I want to talk to you about 98 firstly, because I've got all these questions, but we're, we're limited time because we've got to get to the game and I've got a couple of other people to speak to. Uh, the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're the most important person in the world, as far as I'm concerned, my old captain. But, uh, mate, um, 98 was a sensational year. We know that we went from, was it dead last? Neil Danher comes in and takes us to play some finals football. I think we might have finished up fourth in the end. It was some sort of record at the time. I can't quite remember, but it was an amazing. I mean, I was very young at the time. What was it about that year, do you think, and and the feeling going into the finals? Did you believe that year, out of all the ones that you played, that we were more of a chance to win a premiership than ever? It was extraordinary, really, uh, with Neil coming in. And, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty in the year, year and years prior to that. Um, but obviously, you as well documented how Neil came in and, and you know, you know got, got back to school and really honed in on what his game style was uh, with our group. And then 
and then we, we we got a bit lucky with injuries. You know, we had um, Gary Lyon, who hadn't played much footy, played pretty much a full year. Jimmy mm. Stollins with a full year out of him. Todd Viney, we got a year out of him. Stephen Tingay, we got footy out of him. Mm. You know, we, we we got play, uh, games out of our players. The Wizard Jeff Farmer was playing good footy around that time. The Ox comes back in after knee injuries. So all of a sudden we had this really average patch, but we had all of our, all these guys in. And, mm. um, and, and look, I, th- I thought 98 was a really uh, a real big chance for us because of those those oldest elder statesmen that still had that last bit of footy in them. Um, but um, but obviously you know we came up against North Melbourne in the prelim and um, and they took us out. So I uh, didn't ever get the opportunity to get there. You know. Yeah. Well, you went from Neil Baum, and you would have. Did you have a little bit of swooper as well, Johnny Northy, as as a coach, or was it Neil Baum for you? I had swooper. I was played a year of reserves. I was seventeen years of age, and he was a senior coach. But I played. I was in the senior list, but played a year. Yeah. Yeah. So you've you've gone from Neil Baum to Neil Danaher. Let's talk about the differences in those two before we talk about two thousand. A little bit of chalk and cheese, yeah. Well, you'd think you'd think Neil Baum watching him play would be. Just, just um, a bit of a maniac, but um, he was so calm, so cool, and collected, mm. um, and, and mild mannered. And probably when I look back on it, he probably suits today's sort of way of coaching. Mm. Uh, and then Neil came in with um, with absolute fire and brimstone, and he was very, very direct and very clear, um, <laughs> quite authoritarian on on exactly how we wanted the game played. And and it was great for us actually because we. We actually needed it at that at that time, and uh, it was the perfect man for the job. A little bit of brutal honesty, and you knew where you stood with Neil every single week, every single moment. There's a story I want to talk to you about in a little bit. Uh, it's quite, I don't know, you know one. It's a famous chat you had with Neil before a meeting and after a meeting, uh, and the infamous uh, movable uh, meeting room that we had. What do they call those things? Uh, the the It's an old school room. They shipped into the junction over here. The poor... <laughs> Portable schoolroom that we had. Uh, oh, it was an absolute schmozzle. We'll get to that in a minute. But 2000, let's roll forward to 2000 because obviously there's similarities there. I talked to you earlier today about this. There's similarities between 2000 and this year. There's a long way to go. And we're very careful to say there's a long way to go this year. You know, yes, finish on top of the ladder. But the, the, the finals is a massive journey too. You've got a, a potential Brownlow medalist, one or two of these guys at the Melbourne Football Club could get it. Max Gorn, I talk to Clary Oliver, even a Petrarca. You know, they've had sensational years. We had one in Shane Wowoden um, come from behind. No one thought he would win the Brownlow. And we were playing in a grand final that year too. We had some really good performances from a lot of people that year, some All-Australians. So some similarities there. Do you do you sort of see that as well? I, I, think, I think they're... Um... I guess, yeah, coming into 2000 and going into the grand final with Bowie on the back of a Brownlow and all these and all the positivity and, and all that sort of stuff, we, we were sort of rolling really hard towards the end of the year mm-hmm. uh, in 2000, that, that's for sure. But I, I guess the, the interesting thing about this group is, and I've sort of found myself going, and I hope, I hope this sort of trajectory rolls through, but I was actually going back to, you know, when Hawthorne, but they obviously won it in, whatever it was, 2008 or something, mm. and they didn't deal with it that well, had a couple of years in the wilderness, and then came back with a really mm. strong, steely resolve. And I'm kind of hoping that that's the demons. You know, we didn't win it in 2018, but we, we played this really good footy. Essentially, the bulk of the group has stayed together over that time. 
maybe didn't deal with it that well, but but this year's group have got a really strong steely resolve. And, you know, Goody and Max put it all on the line over the preseason. The guys have got to work. And they've just been so consistent. You know, it's boring, but, you know, that next game, one game at a time sort of philosophy that they've gone with. And they, and they really have done that. Um, I, I, I think um, I think it's a really strong, mentally strong team. And, and you know, that, that, that's going to hold them in really good stead. It's it's like a really good recipe or a really good meal. You need all the parts to be right and the and the and equal parts to be right as well. And I feel like, and I want to talk to you about this because I know you've been very close on the journey with the Melbourne Football Club over the last since you've retired. Obviously, while you're a player, you had some full effect, but since then you've always been there and seen how they've gone from the junction oval uh, to uh, and, and what we were doing then for our preseason training, which was all over Melbourne. We were the nomads, you know, all of that story. It was really quite tough. We were playing, not paying ninety five percent of the salary cap, ninety four, ninety two. I can't remember paying you mostly. Uh, and, <laughs> and then they go to uh, Amy Park. Um, we get new coaching staff. We get a whole new administration. We've got a, a board stability, good sponsorship that just keeps taking steps forward every single year and on the back of some great supporters as well. They've got pretty much everything that they need and require to win a premiership for the last maybe two or three years. And then all of a sudden, 2000, well, at 2021, you've got a coaching staff as well that you would salivate over and they seem to be responding well to. So can I just get some comments from you uh, about those last maybe 20 years? I mean, it's hard to put it all in one couple of sentences, isn't it? But you've been there. It's a long time to put in, into a few sentences, but look, uh, I agree 100%, Robbo, with the sentiment around um, stable footy clubs win premierships. And um, and a lot of the time throughout our period, we had, you know, countless presidents and CEOs and um, we're actually rel- relatively stable within our footy department, mm. you know, the, not as much as a club, but over the past few years, the club has been really stable, you know, and there's been a lot of people that have been involved in that. Mm-hmm. This year, I know that we had a changing changing of the guard with the president, but that was a really smooth transition, really stable, um, and that, the apple cart hasn't been upset by any of that. Mm-hmm. So we've actually been a really stable and strong footy club off the field. Um, obviously, Goody was under a ton of pressure last year, uh, but he's been backed in. We've got Ooze, who's who you and I both know has got an amazing footy brain. I know Alistair Clarkson rates him rates him super highly, and mm-hmm. um, and, was, and was it pains to let him let him leave Hawthorne? Choco Williams adds a bit of a different dynamic into our coaching mix, um, and our playing group have been quite stable, you know. And you see Max Gorn signs up, and Clary signs up, and Petraka signs up. And the whole story that sends to the group is that, hey, we're in this, you know, we're in this uh, for the next few years and we're pretty hungry to to, to bring home some silverware. So um, so uh, this is the time, you know, and, and, and you do need a little bit of luck to go your way as well. Um, so uh, and we're, we're really healthy at the, at the minute, which is, which is good. So, uh, yeah, we're going to make every post a winner, mate. Yeah, uh, basically it's up to the umpires because if we don't win, it's their fault. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We haven't had much fun with the umpires of late anyway. Oh, don't know what it is. Don't know what it is. I want to talk about Max Gorn to you um, because we've had some leadership changes over the uh, last 20 years that we talked about. You were a mainstay for a long time. 
Nathan Jones had a, a bit of a go at it, but there was a couple of dual captaincies there for a while. And now you've got this guy here, Max Gorn, who's taken the reins and seems to be doing a pretty good job. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but it's a big job. When you got the role in, uh, I think it was 2000, was it 2000 when you got the big job and we go on to play in a grand final, must have been, they made the right choice, didn't they? But you had a whole big group to look after and it wasn't just the club, it was players. I mean, you had to make sure we were doing the right thing. And and that's funny why, why I've got this poster here. That's you hugging me. And can I tell you, fans out of watching yeah, this story behind this, we were playing Port Adelaide and Neil Danaher had spoken to us. Rowdy talked about us celebrating with each other. Don't celebrate with anybody. I celebrate with your teammates. And you love that. You thought that that was brilliant and you were going to make sure that everybody did. But old Robbo here, who could not help himself, wanted to celebrate with everybody on the other side of the fence. I mean, every time I kicked the goal, it was like I nearly tried to climb the fence to cuddle everybody. That's you holding me back from jumping the fence, isn't it? <laughs> I think I ran 50 minutes. Robbo, <laughs> celebrate with your teammates. <laughs> you love Blair Rising with the crowd. The crowd loved it as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, look, talking to go back to, to, uh, to big. To big match and and it was interesting you say 2000 first year as captain for me and I wasn't that good at the job at, at that point in time but it's it was pretty easy because you know we had a really good team and things are going well and captaincy was easy um, at that stage but it wasn't really until the next year where we didn't perform so well where I actually learned a lot more about um, about being skipper and and I reckon you know Max got the job full time last year. In COVID, the season was sort of up and down and in and out, and um, and and would have been difficult. And I know I've had a chat to him, and he has he'd learnt a lot from that experience. But can't can't be any more proud of of Max and and Simon Goodwin, the two main leaders there in the footy department. They've put it all on the line. They, they, they've sort of they've, they've set the expectations for the group. They said they've told everyone that we want to be you know a really um, selfless group. Hmm. Uh, and then they've all jumped on board, you know, all those guys that I said have signed up their contracts. Obviously, uh, May and Lever down back. There's some good, strong leaders around there to support Max, but but he's the one that's actually put it all on the line hmm. and everyone's sort of banded around and, um, uh, and, and their, their attitude towards how they play, I think, is really impressive. It is. It really is. Uh, I, I love what you said about being a selfless group. I know that they had a uh, breakfast, was it last year, the year before, with all the past players? It might have been the year before COVID hit, uh, where, where all the past players were invited to have a breakfast with all the players. I think that was absolutely That was, uh, I think, uh, Goody's idea, which just shows that, you know, they want to give back as much as they possibly can. And it levels the players that are playing today too. Let's, let's talk about the current playing list. Uh, because there's a lot of talk going around today, obviously, how do we beat Brisbane? We're not going to do that because we led that to the Fox footies and you know, they can they can rip apart the game and do all that, what Brisbane are going to do. I want to talk about our demons because I know our supporters out there just want to know a little bit more about them. Now, we don't know them personally, but we know what we see on the park and what we see in the papers and the training. Our forward line at the moment is is coming together. It feels like it's coming together. Got a really good back line. Everyone knows that. But we forwards, you played in the back line too, all Australian backmen, so you've got some things to say there as well. Let's talk about the forwards. So Brown to start with, McDonald and Wiedemann and, and Jackson. You've got Max that will drop down there, Fritch as well, Spargo. How do you see, and obviously Cosie Pickett who's that X factor as well, how do you see that rolling at the moment? I, I think it's obviously been, uh, of all of the areas of our of our 
side, it's been the least settled, I suppose. But it has started to be settled. Last few weeks of the year, we've started to settle in, and uh, and they've obviously made the decision that Brown's going to be the guy, and and he's uh, stuck, stuck his hand up. You know, he's he's come in, he's competed really strongly. Um, he kicked a few goals um, each week, and I think he's just doing a, doing a fantastic job. It's, it's the job that we need him to do. Hmm. Um, and I, you know what? I, I was sort of looking at Luke Jackson. He's a young player, and he's awesome in the ruck. We're in the ruck. His competitiveness is amazing. Hmm. But I was a little bit concerned just about because it takes a little bit of time, particularly if you're not a natural forward, to learn that forward craft. Hmm. I was a little concerned about him at different stages, but. I think the last probably five or six weeks, his actual forward craft has improved and increased. Right. He's been a stronger presence in our forward line as well as when he goes into the ruck and he's so good around the ground. So I think I think those two have been great. Um, Tommy Mack obviously stepped out for a little while, comes back in. It's maybe a little bit quiet last week, but you think he's going to be better for the run. Um, a little Charlie Spargo's just been magnificent. I love him, don't I? really good, uses the footy well. Mm. I, 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 I uh, get nervous when it's more than 35 metres out in a set shot. <laughs> he's passing off to someone. But I, but I love Charlie. He's a ripper. Uh, and you know, Cozzy is a young player. He's exciting. And, and you even look at him now, and he's still a bit like Jackson. He's going to continue to learn his forward craft and just get mm. better and better. But, um, but he's an absolute excitement machine. And Teams are going to be worried when when they've got the footy in their hands and he's around. They've got to hurry themselves. They can't get settled. They've got to be a bit nervous. Fritchie, mm, mm. you know, and he he he's sort of uh, he's mercurial, you know. Yeah. Uh, you've got to if, if teams want to try and zone off and things like that, it's difficult to do uh, against us at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with everything that you said there. Good synergy is very important, the forward line. I feel like they're they're getting it on the fly a little bit. Young players like Jackson coming in and and obviously Fritchie's still very young. Um, Spargo, the young, because they're just young. So they'll get that. And that's probably something that you and I had a lot of years to work on is a, a bit of synergy in our forward line and, and learning each other's movements and knowing where you were going to lead, knowing that I could come back into your space every yeah, now and then. I was going to say, so you, so you learnt all those things and you still came and crept into my space anyway. <laughs> well, at least you were a little bit nicer about telling me to get out. The whiz farmer, he was, you, you knew that he wanted you out of your space, didn't you? He, he could scream. You tried, you tried lining up Mr. Alan Jackovich as a young lady. Oh. You almost sit in the front row. Oh, we could do a whole other podcast about uh, Jacko and some of his exploits on and off the field. Hey, I did a few stats for you. Uh, I'm just going to talk you through this. I want to talk about you and me playing in the forward line together. Now, I averaged just under two goals uh, a game uh, in my career. It's not too bad. Pretty happy with that. You a lot more, of course. When you weren't playing, though, I averaged five goals. Did you know that? Right. So... I've done some math. By that rationale, I would have finished up with, if you hadn't played 684, 684 goals. Those guys, you, that's, and that's a little bit more than you finished up with, isn't it? How many did you finish up with? 631. I would have been a better goal kicker if you weren't around. <laughs> I concur, mate. But I, I had a good, I had a good relationship with the coach. I said, mate, just keep me in. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. No, we had some fun out there in the uh, in the uh, in the MCG. Uh, well, on the MCG, it was some great times. Um, I'm going to talk to uh, 
your mate and my mate, Stephen Tingay, soon. Can't yeah. wait to do that. Stinger, can you give me some words on Stinger? What What are your memories of, of old Stinger back in the day? Well, apart from him um, getting in a photo pretty much nude for the Herald Sun and taking taking one of the more famous um, shots of all times, um, the uh, unbelievable player and obviously, you know, his, his hamstrings and his... And, and, um, uh, all that's all that was a real shame that we couldn't see more of him. But but what a beast of a player on on the wing, tough, hard. He his hamstrings were that bad. He was a right footer, and then so he he, he said, "Well, I can't kick as much on my right foot, so I'll just turn myself into a left mm. footer." So over the course of a preseason, he became our best kick, mm. kick his non preferred foot for the whole time. Just an elite, elite player. Yeah. Lastly, mate, uh, big game's about to. Uh, they're going to do bandstand very soon. A, some last words, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Has, what about what about Robbo? Some of the not like this. I know we can't beat the game, but what about some of the social media posts going on? Absolutely <laughs> sensational. People going nuts in their living rooms. Loving it. I'm hoping that we're going to get something like that tonight. Yes. I think so too. It was phenomenal. I just jumped on Facebook and it entertained me for hours watching people. Awesome. It's so good. Everyone's got, and I love Andrew Gaze's comment about the Boomers winning the bronze medal. He said a lot of people have got DNA on this. I feel like a lot of our supporters have got DNA on this and the past players as well. If they can continue to roll through the finals and get there, it'd be absolutely magnificent for them, for you and me, and for everybody involved. So, Nina, it's been wonderful speaking to you, mate. The One of the demons greatest, as far as I'm concerned, the greatest. No one else has got a bar uh, named after them, or one other has. Robbie Flower. Yeah, pretty impressive stat. My, my most favourite stat. But, Robbie uh, Flower, I, David Neitz. That little man there, or, well, he's a big man, but, but on your desk he's a little man. He'll take the title after this year with any luck. He can have it. If he wins the Supremacy. Go for it. Go he can have it. Need a great chat and talk to you soon. Here's mate.